The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. shoot i guess uh it's a southern boy takeover on this episode of rabbit and red uh it looks like it so uh well, that's fine. I, I don't know if we're live on the stream now but welcome back to rabbit and red uh we're your host uh normal cody and uh, because <laughs> own aaron poe aaron poe yeah uh, thank you yeah i'm excited uh we we got a good show uh but yeah and no no mic this time but that's fine we'll we'll manage without him I'm glad you said we got a good show and not, we got a good show planned. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I remain optimistic. <laughs> uh, I know there was some stuff uh, going on, uh, especially in entertainment. And um, have you seen the new uh, uh, Let There Be Carnage, the Venom Let There Be Carnage kind of trailer? Have you have you uh, followed that or do you even care? I, I have not seen the first Venom, and I was a huge fan of the comics whenever I was a kid. Uh, but I, I'm I'm kind of weird like that. Yeah, I loved comics when I was a kid, but wow, I I just have a really hard time getting into comic book movies. I just have a hard time suspending disbelief and going with it. Well, yeah, and well, I mean, the reason I'm really interested in this is Carnage is actually like I always thought that was a neat character. So oh, great I, character, I, great character, I, especially I'm, whenever they had uh, did the Deadpool Carnage crossover. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it, I think this looks pretty cool. I I hope they do it justice. I know uh, it's I think it's already it's coming out and already come out uh, yet, but pre screenings and all this stuff, and pretty much anybody. Uh, you know, I follow on social media. Uh, Jason Muse got to go see it, and he said he really liked it. And you know what I mean. So people are watching it. The the celebrities, I guess, that are watching it really like it. So I, I'm hoping it's good. I, Which, I know. I saw something today that blew my mind. I, I okay. didn't hear the audio with it, but I was just scrolling through my Facebook, and it showed a new clips from it or a new trailer or something. But it appeared there was a rap battle between. Venom and Carnage at some point in the film. So <laughs> before that, you know, I was like, yeah, the first one looked kind of shitty. And everybody else said it was, well, most people said it was kind of mediocre. I yeah. like Tom Hardy. 
but and uh woody harrelson i mean come on woody i, love I know woody. Uh, great. I, he's great in pretty much everything i've seen it, it, him in i really i've really enjoyed the movies that he's been in so I, I don't think this will be any different. He's got to be like 60 now or older, and he's still, yeah. <laughs> you know, still going strong. I know. Yeah, but he he's just one of those actors, dude. I mean, that last of the dying breed, I think, that oh, can yeah, actually uh, just right, do. Uh, I lump him in like right with Stallone. You know, he's just one of those guys that's timeless. Yes, I agree. I agree with that statement. Uh, there was something else I saw that I thought was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, the full moon people, they uh, they come out with a game. It's a video game for Puppet Master. You get to be Blade and all that. And Blade is actually my favorite of the characters, the Puppet oh, sure. Master. But the graphics, I thought it was for mobile. And they're promoting this as PC. And the graphics are freaking like PS2 graphics <laughs> what do you mean, expect anything less from full moon well, entertainment <laughs> well it looks like they're it looked like they're trying to jump on the uh the horror game you know uh train with i mean golly you had freaking friday the 13th the game that was just magnificent and then you have yeah. uh dead by daylight with all these horror yeah. icons i don't play video games well okay? I, 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 I but i have both of those <laughs> Well, I, I play them uh, ever so Actually, lately, I hadn't really played any video games. But um, I, I just thought it was funny because it popped up. And I was like, what is this? And I saw the graphics. And I was like, oh, that's like, that's a mobile game or something. And it said for PC. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, the fucking graphics are terrible. <laughs> like, PS2 generation graphics. I, I just thought that that's terrible. <laughs> this, this had to be intentional, though. <laughs> Had to be. I know Full Moon's not top tier, okay? I, I love a lot of their movies, and they can make some good skin flicks uh, as well. Video games, just stay out of it. I mean, just don't. <laughs> if you can't do it proper, you know, just don't do it. And I don't know if this is just, it seems to me like it's already coming out. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, uh, what are they called, a beta or whatever. Yeah. Usually those graphics, you're, you can forgive it. You know, like, oh, okay, it'll change. But no. I was like, okay, no, I'm, I, will I try it? I, I think I will just for the laugh factor. Well, uh, maybe if those they're going to do that, up. they just, they need to at least do it, uh, you know, make it like a retro thing, you know, advertise it like that as a retro thing uh, and make it similar, you know, to uh, a popular game from that era. Yeah. I guess you could do that. I don't know, man. Uh, he, uh, you start getting into the video game stuff. It's kind of like, you know, uh, people that talk about Bigfoot and then people that talk about UFOs are very sensitive to that. Gamers are very unforgiving. I mean, you can't get away with that kind of... Maybe sure. they could have done like a, uh, a a platformer, you know, just like the old Nintendo version. A lot of those games look badass now because they can add more to it. But... To have it look like that, and it's for PC, ah, uh, I, I think they uh, that that was a bad that was a bad call. I bad think. marketing, at least. I don't know. It didn't impress me, and I mean, I'm not that hard to impress. So, <laughs> oh man. But, uh, but yeah. talking about uh, the '80s and uh, yeah, retro. Uh, 
I brought up Stallone uh, back in the Venom talk. Uh, uh, you hear that uh, Expendables 4 has finally got greenlit? Stallone, really? what, he's, he's 75 now, I think. Golly. And here he goes again. The guy's just unstoppable. You know, it's amazing. Kind of like Clint Eastwood. Oh, my God. I know. I, 91, I still, cry I macho. Still, and he, and he's saying it. he's going to keep going. You know, he's not done. Hey, you know what? Keep going, dude. If you still got breath in you and, and still got the drive to create something, I say go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> I they, I will not give him a bit of shit. <laughs> and like Clint Eastwood had said, you know, when they asked him when he planned on stopping, he said, I imagine the people will tell me when it's time to stop. You know, either I'll die or people will stop watching my movies. Well, I, I'm, I'm wondering if Stallone will do an escape plan, but it'll be escaping the nursing home because he can't go out past <laughs> six o'clock. <laughs> well, I'm going to escape plan. And Curtis and 50 Cent Jackson trying to get him out of a nursing home. <laughs> he forgets where he's at because he has Alzheimer's. <laughs> That's bad. I'm sorry. That's bad. Kicking the nursing home staff's <laughs> ass. The order at least. Trying to get up in the ducts with his walker. <laughs> That's a lot of noise coming from there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, that's good. I didn't know that was uh, greenlit. I really yeah. didn't. So, and, oh, you know, it's, people... it's apparently official. <laughs> well, that's eight. Hey, yeah, that's... they've got uh, Statham back for sure. Uh, who else? Um, Statham, uh, Dolph. Yeah. Um. Uh, I can't oh, have Megan, Megan Fox. Okay. Oh, well, Megan Fox she's is not easy bad, to get. but she's going to be. I mean, she's hot and everything, but like, well, she's she's not. She's kind of had get. like here as of late a uh, resurgence, I guess. Well, she's dressing up all uh, half naked for uh, Machine Gun Kelly at the MTV Music Awards. So I don't think she, she's doing that for Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody would do that for, for Machine Gun <laughs> well, Kelly. Well, she's with him. I mean. <laughs> And then they asked her, why are you almost naked? And she goes, daddy gets what daddy wants. I'm like, oh, wow. She's like, after Brian Austin Green, it was a bet with some girlfriends. They're like, you cannot find a bigger loser than Brian Austin Green. Oh, oh, and she's like, hold my beer, yes, oh, I, love, I was about to say, hold my beer, motherfucker. I'll show you. I'm going to get Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, my God. Yeah, that... that uh, that's a statement when you get your ass kicked so bad in a rap battle that you have to change musical genres. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, you don't if, what did that what's that all saying? Uh you go for the king, you better kill him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You ain't killing Eminem. I mean Or bring an army. Yeah, bring an army. Cause Eminem uh pretty much squashed that whole thing but I, I think that was all a ploy on his on machine gun kelly's part he knew that would get at him so he wanted to make a name for himself i think and, that and was it all did. i didn't know who the hell he was for that the only machine gun kelly i knew was that kid that uh, rocky beat the shit out of rocky five yeah <laughs> well it, <laughs> the you know the first introduction of machine gun kelly and uh i went to a concert in san antonio that's about an hour from me and it was a Limp Biscuit concert, and oh, uh, nice. and I and Machine Gun Kelly opened up for him. I did not know who the fuck this guy was, and everybody's wearing these shirts that says "laces uh, laces up" or "laces out" or whatever. 
And I was like, what the hell is that? And then Machine Gun Kelly did a from good the water job. Boy? Oh, no, yeah, from yeah, uh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah, like, the laces are in. <laughs> laces well, I out, have. Dan. Well, I have kissed a man, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, it was his album that came out and, uh, every, he did a good job. He's a, he is a good performer. I mean, he can play guitar and all that shit. And, uh, he actually had a band up there and this was during his rap phase where, you know, they didn't have that on the album, but he had a live band. It was, it was actually pretty damn good. I was very impressed by him. I thought, wow, who the hell is this kid? I may so, actually have to check him out because I, I really, yeah. aside from oh, God. that, I know. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no. He came from the grave. I just had to lace his out. I love that so much. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the laces were in. <laughs> Heads up. <laughs> Got any more gum, Dan? <laughs> Your gun was digging into my hip. Oh God! Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. I uh, I annoy my wife because I can quote that whole damn thing. I don't even let Ace talk because that's what <laughs> that's how big of a fan I am of that damn movie. <clears throat> yeah, I made the mistake of letting my oldest daughter watch that here uh, <laughs> a couple years ago. I apparently didn't remember. Just how profane. <laughs> you know, you're right. You don't get like when I first saw it, I didn't get the whole part where she's like, I can pay you. And and he's like, whoa, people are real friendly around here. I didn't know what was going on. And now I'm an adult. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't watch this since I was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very it's very crude. And then, of course, part two came out and it was, you know, it, it was a little bit more. I guess family friendly. I don't know the whole rhino scene. I just remember the look on my daughter's face. She was like, <laughs> "What um, the fuck, Dad?" Well, I, I know. Um, I, I saw that our our fearless leader Michael he posted on our uh, on the rabbit in red, and of course, uh, it's that time. It's coming around that time of year where all the Horror movies are coming out, and it looks like like all the pretty much all the popular franchises are going to be on Peacock. You know, they're going to be doing, I guess, a uh, marathon, or they'll have uh, showing through the whole month of October. I thought that was pretty neat, and he he shared it on our page, I believe. Or See, I group. don't have Peacock, but I'm going to have to break down and get it. I guess if for nothing else, Halloween Kills, which I'll still go to the theater to see it probably, unless it sucks so bad that I don't ever <laughs> want to watch it again. <laughs> Like Halloween Resurrection, which I sit through Halloween Resurrection three times at a theater. Oh, so wow. I think Halloween Kills, it's a, it's a safe bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should be all right. If you made it through Halloween Resurrection that many times, then yeah. Well, I think you'll be all right. Mike knows the story, and I've told it on the show many times, but a short recap of that. Uh, Halloween H2O was the first Halloween film I got to see in the theater, and I was so excited for it and such a big fan of the franchise. Uh, it actually... I think it came out on my uh, 18th birthday. Oh wow! And I went, uh, I went to see it, or it came to the theater. It, it came out of the theater close to me on my 18th birthday. But uh, I went to see it 10 times in two weeks. Holy crap! 
And I'm like, <laughs> and when I heard they were doing Resurrection, and they were bringing Rick Rosenthal, the directed Halloween Two, was doing it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. And it was kind of like the, whenever I walked out of the theater after that first viewing, it was kind of like the the same feeling I had when me and my friends walked out of uh, the first viewing of the uh, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Oh yeah! Oh god! And yeah. we were all where nobody was really we nobody was talking to each other, and we all kind of just looking at the ground. <laughs> it was a quiet ride home. Like yeah. they built up, they built up the anticipation so much on that movie that for it to come, <laughs> I can picture people just sitting in a car, just quiet, just like what, what, what happened? <laughs> like yeah, watching the first. Didn't speak all the whole drive home either. I mean, it was that bad. And That's Halloween how I, Resurrection. <laughs> thank God I was by myself the first time I went to watch it. That's how I felt when I watched the first Hostel. I got in the car and I was like, "What the hell did I just did I witness something like what is this?" <laughs> it was uh it was during the uh the hype of the what did they call it the torture porn. Torture porn, yeah. It was the hype of that and then, like every movie that came out after Saw was just, "Oh, people want to see people get dismembered by this and that." And it's like, "Well, I guess." <laughs> Like saw how it was its own. You know, thing. if you want to sprinkle in a little story there, that'd be okay too. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna maim people and cut off their arms and their fucking blowtorch their eyeball out. <laughs> like God. Yeah, that that was pretty bad. But uh, I did see something else, and kind of kind of in the spirit because it is going to be Halloween and everything. It looks like sci-fi, I saw it, and I wanted to see what you thought of this. Sci-fi is doing a Slumber Party Massacre uh, movie. I, I guess they're updating. I read about that, and uh, I just saw a review on it. Uh, I think it was Cinema Blend, maybe. Um, it could have been. But uh, apparently, it was a. they really liked it. They said it really delivers on the gore and uh, very likable characters. And really? I mean, I totally dis dismissed it when I heard sci-fi was doing it. Yeah. But, you know, now I'm like, hey, I might give it a chance, you know. Well, what I... A little I, bit of positive buzz. Yeah, I mean, no, shit. I mean, if it's good, then that's that's fantastic. But I, I wonder what they're doing. I'm, uh, I was also curious when I first heard about the Chucky series coming out. And I was like, oh, it's on sci-fi? Yeah, and we're just like... Too well, <sighs> the thing is, sci-fi, I... I I guess I haven't come along uh, adapted to uh, the 21st century sci-fi because yeah. sci-fi <laughs> from whenever it premiered and I was their original programming like in the early 2000s and stuff C when I watched Sequest, <laughs> Sequest uh, DSB, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I watched it for the reruns they would show of, of classic television series, you know, yeah. Lost in Space and whatnot. Oh, yeah. The Prisoner, things like that. That's all I watched it for. I I knew to stay away from any original programming that sci-fi <laughs> produced, series or movies. And like the movies, honestly, uh, like especially some of the Corman films, you know, the two-headed shark or versus mega vagina or whatever. Yeah. Hey, that's a movie. <laughs> okay, now that movie's gonna get made. <laughs> Make a I believe Corman would do that. I believe shark. he would. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Double-headed shark. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they they weren't really a staple of quality in the 2000s. I don't oh, no. think. 
every now and then they crank out a decent fair. I mean, it kind of like Rabbit and Red, you know, every now and then we get an okay episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's really rolling the dice anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this going to be good or not? I don't know. We're going to try, though. Hey, someone dropped out. Well, I'm by myself now. All right. What happened? I'll, I'll, I'll pop in because I don't know where he is, I guess. Oh, don't tell me his internet went out or something. Oh, shit. That would be something. Dude, I'm sitting here when you guys were like, are we going to start? And you're just like sitting there. And I'm sitting here laughing my ass off. I really am. <laughs> well, because he said he was going to start it. I'm like, well, start. <laughs> li li listen, listen, listen to me. I'm drinking a fucking Chips Ahoy vanilla cream thing. Vanilla cream fucking smoothie, okay? I'm drinking the fucking okay. thing over here. And you guys started talking about your, your fucking... Whenever I broke the... When, when did I break the fuck in? What the fuck were you guys talking about? You literally made me fucking choke on the thing where I was going to fucking aspirate and vomit all over myself. And I was trying... I was trying to come in just in time so I could fucking vomit on screen for you guys. Oh god. But I ended up I ended up making myself swallow it back. <laughs> oh my god. Train could, you imagine, could you imagine a geyser of fucking cookies and vanilla cream spewing <laughs> from my mouth? <laughs> the first on air puking. Oh no! Oh no! That's not the first. Oh Dude, no! That's not the first. You oh man, you missed it. You missed it. Um, shit! I don't know where it is. It's somewhere online. Oh okay. But uh, oh, did he come uh, back? I don't know what the hell happened. Wow! <laughs> I was like, is it going that terrible? He's like, fuck <laughs> this shit. Somebody from sci-fi. <laughs> some somebody from sci-fi was listening. You're like, I know this motherfucker <laughs> up right now. They're like, uh, we got a new image now. We have Y's, not eyes. I know. <laughs> we, uh, well, uh, uh, old Michael okay. was telling me we almost killed him. So I guess we're doing a good yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. I was going to vomit on screen, but I was able to swallow it back. I started coughing and laughing so hard on my vanilla cream smoothie. <laughs> I was ready to just start puking. I take back everything I said about sci-fi. I, I do because I watched last year. They uh, have fine programming. Fine, really wonderful. <laughs> they make awesome movies. Trailer, trailer park shark. Come on, trailer park yeah. shark. What was that? Uh, the zombie strippers. I had Jenna Jameson in it though. That was uh, that movie. That well, it wasn't. It wasn't a sci-fi movie, was it? It, it, uh, it no, was independent, just, and then and then sci-fi picked it up. Yeah, but yes, I, I laughed. I watched that movie a couple times actually. I laughed my ass off it, at it especially because uh, they had uh, Jenna's uh, old man uh, Tito Ortiz uh, from the Uf USC oh, list. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and uh, he plays the bouncer, and they, I, that that's the only part of the movie besides Jenna dancing that I remember. 
is whenever the zombies start to break out and he's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I, I would, I would love to talk to Jenna Jameson one day. That's, that's one of my goals. That's one of my goals in life. <laughs> she should come on the show. She's like, uh, well, she, I guess claims to be like, she's has like a super high IQ. Uh, oh, I don't think she's dumb at all. I mean, I just, I'd love to talk to her. I, I think she would have some interesting stories to share. Well, a lot of piece, people dismiss, especially female porn stars, as being, uh, well, for lack well, of a better word, dumb. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, it's the whole stigma. Look, of the I, I don't discriminate against that. God bless her for what she's done for this country. <laughs> yes, yes. I made it through some cold nights. Thank you. America. <laughs> America. <laughs> America. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about before you dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about the We were talking about how great sci-fi is. Programming that sci-fi has. Check them out. <laughs> Check out Lake Placid 10. <laughs> Lake Placid Legacy. It's I mean you know, Lake Placid. Oscar worthy. <laughs> I know. Let's do another Lake Placid. Why? <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Betty White's a psycho bitch. She fed the fucking alligators. Now, hey, I'd watch another Lake Placid if they could get Betty White back. Because she just did the first yeah. one. And then the second one, the second one, and maybe the third one, maybe, I don't remember, but Cloris Leachman took oh, over wow. playing her sister. Maybe it was just the second one she was in. Oh, but uh, R.I.P. She the, was awesome. Yeah, the Lake. I love Cloris Leachman. She, she, she man. Awesome lady. She she elevated any project she was attached to. Pretty much. I, I I don't disagree with that statement whatsoever. It sucks that she's not around anymore, but man, I, I suggest anybody check out her stuff. Especially I, I guess when she got older, she did more comedy stuff. I know she did comedy stuff back in the day. Um, but she was just she was fantastic, especially in uh um, what was it called? Beer Fest. That was hilarious. That's that whole scene with her in it was freaking hilarious. Beer Her Fest. Grandmother. I, I could do. I could do a whole show on Beer Fest. Oh, it, yeah. Why not? Do it. Do a southern a southern fried movie review or something of uh, some crazy ass movie or something. But I'd have to wear my Eye of the Jew contact. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have the DOS boot. I have the DOS boot. Oh, dude. You have the DOS boot? I do. Give me just a second. Now, yeah, I got to see this shit. It's been sitting in the window of my cabin for like 10 years, so it's been that long since we've used it, but uh, it's probably full of bugs. Give me oh, just yeah. a second. <laughs> well, while he gets DOS boot, I guess uh, we, we'll uh, we'll wait and see what he's what he's got here. Hopefully, it's not too far. Why? Oh, that shit, room looks... Why does your room look like the room from Saw? What is going on here? Oh, let me see. Oh, wow. That? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can even see the bugs in the bottom of it. <laughs> you need to dust that old boy off. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of practice. That's yeah. Sure. Oh, shit. I'll have to find me a DOS boot, and we can, uh, the next Robin and Rev we do, we can drink out of our boots. That's That'd how we'll open the show. Yeah. Hell, Yeah. <laughs> We'll put some PBR in them, motherfuckers. Oh, hell yeah. So. PBR. But, uh, yeah, that was that was funny. 
That was a freaking sci-fi movies. They we should we should have a PBR sharks. PBR sharks. No, I'm thinking about like and give a shout out to Cripple Cody. We should do a movie with him where he's like the 50 foot cripple or something. Like he goes and he's in a lavic <laughs> accident. <laughs> Wait, attack in a, of the in a, 50 in foot a giant, cripple in a giant wheelchair too, right? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like Transformers. Just knocking over buildings and yeah, shit. Yeah, just explosions. <laughs> and and I want him. I, I, I hope he watches this so he knows we're talking shit, <laughs> so <laughs> we can get shit back. So I hope he. I hope he watches this stuff. We love him, though. That'd be funny. Fifty foot cripple. When I was a kid. My dad used to lock me in the basement when I was bad. The only thing I had to keep me company was a stack of VHS tapes. Friday the 13th and Halloween. The entire sagas. You all became my family. So I wrote and I wrote. But you never wrote. Friday 13th actress Tiffany Helm was found stabbed to death late last night. Some reports are even saying her head was completely severed. Is it true that you were in Friday the 13th? There was a piece of my hair cut out in the middle of the night. That means this fanboy, he's not just watching me, he's, he's coming into my home. Special guest tonight is the one and only Deborah Voorhees. Hi, uh, guys. Hello, hello. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks, oh, for, thanks for coming time. on. You bet. Now, I, I've talked to you before, uh, Deborah. I was on a, a, I'm still a part of them, but a podcast from beneath. We we did a little episode with you when I guess 13th Fanboy was kind of kicking off when it first kicked off. Fantastic. What was the name of the show? Which show? Uh, a podcast from beneath. Oh, yes, absolutely. I remember that one. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, it's good to see you again. Nice to see you too. I know it's it's been a long it's been a long journey, but boy, has it been fun. <laughs> I've seen like uh, and I've kept up with it because I mean, the updates on it and what you guys are doing with this film is just I I'm very excited to see this. I really am. I, I want to see you. 
Um, I'm super excited for you guys to see it too. I really am. We're starting to get um, some feedback and uh, we had a sneak preview and things and uh, it's been really good. So I'm very, very thrilled about that. So did you have any screenings at any cons yet? We had a sneak peek for just a handful of VIPs at the Horror Hound, but okay. um, you know, the one in Cincinnati. And um, so, and that went very well. People really responded extremely well to it. So, no, that's well, and we're opening, as you guys know, I'm sure October 22nd. We'll be in select theaters around the U.S. I don't have all of the cities yet, but um, let me see if I can remember what we have so far. I know we have L.A., we have um, Orange County, we have Minneapolis, Detroit, Tucson, Phoenix, Albuquerque, Chicago. Wow. Um, oh wait, New Orleans, uh, Detroit. Um, I know I'm missing some, and then, then there's some that aren't confirmed yet. I have other cities, but um, some are not confirmed yet. But we're getting there. Where are you guys at? Uh, I'm I'm in Texas. Okay, <laughs> I'm close okay. to Corpus or, or San Antonio. I'm right in the middle of it. And nice. uh, Cody, where are you where are you at? Uh, southeast Missouri, uh, right in the heart mm. of the Ozarks. Oh, oh wow, very nice. But it's pretty there. <laughs> oh yeah, gorgeous. Nice. No, that's that that's very cool. I mean, it it seems like y'all are going to be busy with this for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, we haven't stopped. I mean, oh. people say, "Well, now that you're done with that, what are you doing next?" I'm like, "Well, first of all, I am actually working on something else, but we are <laughs> far from done." <laughs> I could just imagine. I mean, you're you're doing this, and if you got other projects on your mind, and I I I uh, my I tip my hat to you because I Thank mean that's you. a lot. That's a lot to, to process and a lot to do. And from what I've seen and, and just the the cast that you guys were able to get, I mean, I think a lot of uh, uh, super fans of the Friday the 13th franchise, I think they're in for something really cool. And I think it'll be right up there uh, in their movie collection. You know, it'll be right next to the Friday the 13th. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I just love the momentum that uh, that this film is getting. You know, it seems like it's, something you know that it's made for the fans of the franchise. Uh, oh yeah, for the fans and and uh, well, yeah. most seem to just really have embraced it. And uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, we also got uh, Ron Sloan. How you doing, sir? You just joined us. Hey, hey handsome. <laughs> AKA Junior. Hey, thank you for uh, making time to come on here and talking with us uh, about uh, you know Thirteenth uh, Fanboy. I mean, uh, we're just telling Deborah how awesome this looks, and I mean, you guys have just been busy, and and the cast that you got for this. I mean, it's I, I think it's really neat. Thank you. I'm uh, super Deborah excited. did an incredible job. Deb, Deborah Tully did an incredible job in casting. Especially, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does a wonderful job. Um, as you know, he plays D. Wallace's husband in this. And uh, 
it's quite a meaty role. He does a terrific job with it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, it's, hey, it's a role of a lifetime. I have no complaints at all. I'm very fortunate. And Dee is amazing. Oh, my God. She's, oh, yeah. uh, she's a godsend. She's a professional. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I, I pray. We just all try to run really fast and keep up with her. <laughs> She's a lot of fun, I gotta tell you. Yeah, Absolutely. I bet she is. I bet she's really cool. Um, and like, like I said, I'm just blown away by all the people you've gotten on this. And um, I, I've I've talked to Deborah before, but you know, you're just a beast at this, Deborah. You you have really like just gone out and just promoted the hell out of it. You've reached out to everybody. You've been on numerous podcasts, so I'm. You might not think a lot of people, I, I'm paying attention. So I, I see a lot that you're doing and I, I think that's just going to add to the success of this film. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Right now, we're really having a huge snowball effect with um, everything that's happening. Um, and uh, people are reaching out. We're starting to have, we had a certain number of theaters and now we have theaters contacting us asking about it they're oh, wow. hearing about the film and so um yeah we're definitely in a little bit, bit of a different um playground right now than where we started <laughs> which yeah. is lovely because at the beginning it was like hi anybody want to listen to my idea i have <laughs> yeah well, that that's one thing that's become really apparent to me that this is kind of maybe a game changer even for uh because we really haven't seen anything quite like this before. Right, right. Absolutely. We have people playing themselves. That's just neat. And yeah. being stalked. And that's, yeah, no, it is. It is a game changer. And, and, and a I game changer, ask, I think, for hopefully for people's personal lives as well. Yeah. You know, where, where was the inspiration for this? I mean, it, it like I was saying, it, it, it you blending the, fiction and reality so much, you know, with the whole stalker aspect. Did, right. that, did that come from any place out of reality? Yes, um, it does. The way it started, um, Joel Paul Rizek, he's my producing partner. He and I were talking about producing a different film. And um, he asked me, what is it like going to horror conventions? And I said, well, I mean, hanging out with horror fans, they're pretty cool people. I said, they're really nice, super respectful. And, um, you know, I, they're kind of like hanging out with a whole bunch of people who just love Halloween and want to dress up. And I said, it's just fun. And he said, well, have there ever been anything scary? And I was like, nah, not at horror convention. But I've had a couple of weird instances. In fact, Ron had the same thing happen. Tell him wow. what the person texts to you, and I'll, I'll tell oh, the same gosh. thing he texts to me. <laughs> well, this was actually, um, Deborah and I were at the same convention. It was in Texas like 15 years ago or something. Um, it, for me, it was my very first convention. So, you know, my eyes are wide open. I'm all excited, and uh, I still am all excited. <laughs> And um, after the convention, actually a fan came up to me and I was like by myself. And he said, wouldn't it be cool if you died in real life the way you died in your movie? Oh, wow. Uh, no, uh, not cool at all. Have a nice day. Uh, bye bye. 
Mine yeah. happened on Messenger on Facebook. Oh, and yeah. so I. Yeah, I'd like to I apologize about that, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, once, once for me, once I blocked the person, you know, it never came up again. So I think it was somebody just playing, trying to play a practical joke or maybe somebody that just doesn't know how to really bond with people and don't understand that's kind of creepy and scary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's got to be um, one in every group. And, yeah. you know, yeah. social media, since the birth of social media, I think it's really brought light to the horror fans as a whole, the community is. Right. is in general just a really embracing wonderful group of people right. but like you said there's there's always got to be it only takes one you know yeah it, does. Right. it only takes there you go yeah, yeah. now, now ron has bodyguards one happened was actually a text or series of texts to my phone uh, and um i was sitting in my office working on writing a script and um, there was a two French doors and you know how they have the, their, you know, glass. And um, I didn't have, you know, any, the curtains shut or anything. And I live out in the country. So it's just trees and grass and everything. And it's dark. It's perfectly dark. So I can't really see out. And I just have one light where I am. I get a text and it says, I'm watching you. Oh. And then a series of them that basically says, makes it clear the person's pretending to be Jason and that he's there to kill me. And that really freaked me out. I was not thrilled with that at all. But the, I can say I blocked the person and never had any other issues. So um, it, once again, it was probably somebody playing a prank. It could have even been someone I know that wasn't really necessarily a fan, just thought it would be funny. Yeah, um, but I didn't find it funny. And so Joel said no, to me, not. he said, that's our story. And I was like, oh, uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, that's no, really no. scary. I want pretend scary, not really scary. <laughs> yeah. And so but then after about five days, I said, yep, yep. If this is scaring me, I could scare people with this. Yep. Let's do it. No, because it, it I mean, they, there's numerous, you know, um, shows about that like stalking and then it's some movies and actually a popular show uh, the, on netflix you you know where that guy's just stalking people right. and it is creepy that is it, i i think that's that's one thing that's missing with a lot of horror movies like you can't really put yourself in that situation you know we were talking about right. funny movies earlier like a three-headed shark i mean whenever you're going to see that but right. you can put yourself in that situation of someone stalking you and and texting you and and all that i mean that 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 creeps me out you know that would creep but me out if that was happening to me right see, 13 fanboy takes it to the next level it's a thriller slash horror see thriller like yeah like it's like like cape fear is a thriller oh it's yeah that energy that scares you but it's also a reality See, you know, in the in the horror world, when you think of, you know, Jason or Michael Myers or, or Freddy Krueger, that's great horror, but it's also in the back of your head, you, you think, well, that's not real. This yeah. is real. This sure, is, yeah, you that, can, you can and that's when you walk out of the theater or turn the TV off, you can, you know, 
not yeah. have a second thought about it. But but, but this is this, the real yeah. deal, and and that's what makes it such a wonderful film. And and uh, Deborah hit the nail on the head. I, Absolutely, I, it's I think she, I, I think it's she did, and, and you get to see uh, you know uh, Kane Hodder, you know he's the a guy's going after him now, you know that's I think yeah. or, or or woman I don't even know a guy woman I don't know, you know who's going after him that that's we the don't cool know thing either. <laughs> that's awesome though I, I like how it's laid out. <laughs> but you know working with those guys was amazing. Um, I, I I was actually uh, on location when when Kane not Kane but uh, CJ, so CJ and I were palling around a little bit. I mean, what company? I'm hanging out with CJ. I'm hanging out with D. <laughs> Deborah was too busy to hang out. Um, really amazing, just amazing. And Judy Aronson, of course. Uh, I was uh, at the same time she was working, so that was cool. It was very cool. And uh, top talent, man, top talent. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just from what I've seen, and uh, you know, I've said it, I've said it plenty of times, but and I, I said it to Deborah, and I'll say it to you. I don't think you were here, but I really do think that this will be a part of someone's collection, especially a Friday the Thirteenth fan. It'll be amongst the Blu-rays or DVDs, whatever they have on the shelf and um I, I can't say this enough i'm really looking forward to this and very excited to see this thank you uh, deb deb is there going to be a director's cut next year oh <laughs> uh, yeah after everything i've been through no <laughs> we'll start working on part you heard two. it here oh part two oh okay the sequel so, but no i'm not so, doing another any another more cuts no <laughs> you're like i don't want to it see this movie fun. again <laughs> no is it's not that i'm oh. telling you it's just so intense and we're not a big company so there's not a lot of us spreading this information out i mean spreading the work out so it's basically most of it was myself and riley morris who's my editing partner uh working together and then we had a handful of people doing some things for us outside and of course we had a sound design person and, and our um our our music composer but um Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> to have a little fun, you know. So, uh, so after after Not you, you drawn. <laughs> <laughs> but and this this isn't even your first foray into writing directing, isn't it? You you've no, got a few films under uh, your belt, right? The very first one I did was called Billy Shakespeare, and it was a what if comedy. What if Shakespeare never existed until now? And, and people who know me really well know I'm a little bit of a Shakespeare geek. And um, awesome. it was just a really fun thing to do. That was, I consider it basically, I got my um, film degree doing that. You know, because I learned all the ins and outs and what I needed to do and made a thousand mistakes. And I was like, okay, boy, did I learn a lot. And then I started doing um, a lot of shorts and music videos and um, another film called Catching Up, which is kind of an arty flick that I used for the, um, you know, the film festival type markets, you know, and um, had a lot of fun with that, learned more. And then I was like, okay, 
now I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, we're that's, certainly glad you did. Oh, thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Thank you. That's the I I I think that's the best way to, you know, kind of learn things too, is to get your hands on it. And right. you, you could go to any kind of film school and go and read a ton of books, but until you're right in the thick of it, I don't think you really could grasp you what don't. it takes. You so, don't. And especially yeah, I did all of that. I did all my studies. I did all the reading. You know, I took some online stuff, um, you know, you know, I tried to study from others as much as humanly possible. But until you dive in, um, you really don't know what all is, it's all about because it is an enormous task, especially when you're taking on something with this many people in it and um, you, um, you know, you don't have a big crew. You know, you're this we're small indie production. So but I'll tell you what. I surrounded myself with the amazing, talented crew and cast, and they're making me look really good. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, she, she worked us so hard, I lost four pounds shooting. I, I got to tell you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't feed them. <laughs> so it was actually hey, it's any filmmaking. Sometimes you got to. <laughs> It was only because I was a germaphobe and I didn't want to stick my hand in the M&M's. It was just oh, that yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. This is, now, this is great. Uh, did, did you guys uh, do actual any actual shooting at uh, real conventions? We didn't. Um, that was we, – we created the convention there. Mm -hmm. Then COVID hit, and we were going to uh, – all the ones with the actors in it, that was what we created. But then um, when COVID hit, the conventions were not going on. So we were planning to go and get film footage. Luckily, James from Dead Meat um, had some convention footage that we could use. And um, so we wove that into what we already have. And I think it, we pulled it off. I think it looks like a legit oh, yeah. horror convention. Oh, absolutely. Well, well that's why I asked just from the trailer. It, it mm -hmm. uh, really appeared so. Right? Thank you. <laughs> that was perfect. I think, I think Deborah's convention was bigger than the first convention I ever attended. <laughs> 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 it was like, a, you know, the first one was like this little room of, they were fighting over where they're going to put us and it was like okay yeah we we shared it with another convention it was uh oh the, wow hers came out really well i gotta find what which one was it do you remember what convention in texas that was was yeah, it in texas it was we were at it. what was it called camp blood camp blood okay hmm. i didn't even remember uh, yeah, yeah it was my first and uh it was a good one to get de-virginized yeah yeah <laughs> oh wow well i i do suggest <laughs> when y'all start doing the uh the convention circuit if y'all uh want to go to a nice one it's a cult classic convention in bastrop texas it's beautiful over there oh, so nice. if you decide to go to texas uh very welcoming down there and very i, I think you would enjoy it so oh, see that's great. what i hate about living in the midwest we don't get a lot of conventions <laughs> well you're in the mountains <laughs> well, well deborah and i just did the one in uh, chicago 
Uh, we did Chicago. Then I was wow. in Cincinnati. Oh wow! And Ron did uh, one in Phoenix. Yeah, and, Mad Monster. Yeah. And we don't know what's it's next. Right. Hopefully, some somebody must want us. I, I feel like we're wanted. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll be loved next year. Oh That's yeah, right. <laughs> for sure. I think uh, yeah, you'll get a lot more traffic next year. I think I, after all this. Uh, this other stuff goes uh, wayside, but I, I really, uh, I like I said, I'm very excited, and I'm I'm very thankful that y'all decided, you know, take time out of your lives and you come talk to uh, us two uh, good old boys out here. <laughs> Absolutely, we sure appreciate you guys. We really do. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but, thank you but, so much. Oh no, thank y'all. Is thank there you. anything else you want to mention? I mean, I don't want to cut it short unless y'all got something else that you want to mention or shout out or point someone in a direction somewhere well ron well how about, well, you? How about well, something on uh working with d um i have a film but i don't believe we're going to shoot it till next year i'm, I'm working uh with vince desante oh uh, nice um, oh wow yeah yep and uh, uh he's a good guy and uh, definitely, I can't say anything about it. I'm sworn to see. Actually, I told no, this, uh, I can't say anything about it. Well, after 13 fanboy. We don't, we don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, <laughs> no, it's not trouble, you know, uh, but. It's but I, I will say this when you get get kicked off and everything set, uh, love to have you come on and talk about it. Oh, absolutely. It's just a quick little thing. I'm, I'm, the reason I'm doing it is actually um, any proceeds that I earn goes to charity. Oh, awesome. So Very cool. You know, and, you know, this was happens uh, also like at Flashback Weekend and Mad Monster. There's a number of different. Uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh, we lost him. Oh, it's a, uh, a technical difficulty. Am I back? I'm back. Oh, there you go. There okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <buddy. laughs> somebody called. Somebody called. You know, oh, the, yeah. The cellular yeah. phone off and came through the Wi Fi. <laughs> um, no. Oh, they're trying to call again. Oops. Are we losing you again? Uh oh. Um, anyway. Oh, there you go. Okay. Charity Scares the Care. That was one of them. Uh, oh, okay. We the convention. So, autographed pictures, my little sign cans with. Carol and I signing uh, uh, Ethel Hubbard stew. I won't go into any detail. Um, uh, we donated those for, uh, it was Mad Monster Party, also in flashback for their new drive-in movie theater. So the Midway Theater, which will be really cool. Oh, wow. So, and I'm looking forward to 13 Fanboy playing in drive-ins. I mean, I think that would be, Oh, absolutely. You that know? would be awesome. That would be awesome. So hopefully all this comes together. Uh, it's nice doing some stuff for charity. So it feels good. For sure. Look forward to it. But that's that's all I got in the pot until... Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll until stay tuned. adopts me <laughs> yes, again. We, we certainly will. And I just got to say, what a great time to not only be a Friday 13 fan, but... Uh, to be a horror fan in general with all these great fan films we're getting and now 13 fanboy which 
we we will set the record straight because I've seen that pop up on a few sites calling it a fan film. It's not a fan film, no, everybody. Fan this film. Is it, it is a legit feature. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but, but it, it's great. Well, thank you, and and thank you, Deborah. It's uh, <laughs> this this was a dream of hers. It took a long time to come to fruition. So, uh, but in you the, know, the filmmaking, it was fast. We're talking about three years. That's yeah. pretty amazing. That is. It, that's yeah. amazing. Well, I feel very fortunate to be a part of uh, this new franchise. So it's, uh, yes. <laughs> it, it is exciting. And uh, look forward to hearing from you guys. Tell me what you think. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely be uh, promoting it every chance we get. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Most you guys definitely. are wonderful. Thank, so thank you so much for everything. Oh, and thank you all. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Yes, for sure. Reach out. All right. Yep. I'm going to talk to you real soon, Deb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Take care. Y'all too. You guys be well. Bye. All right. Rabbit and Red will be right back.
Okay, are we back? <laughs> I, I think we are. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That was... It's always a pleasure to talk to awesome people like, you know, Deborah Voorhees. And uh, she's she's just done so much for this film. And I, I, I think it'll be a major success. I really do. Yeah, well, um, I, think, I think for the most part, the horror community is really going to embrace it. Well, they already have. Yeah, uh, it, it, they it have. Went, it went from this little, like she said, this little thing, and now it's, you know, ballooned. You know, everybody pretty much in the horror community, all the circles know about it. And uh, and our champion, championing, yeah. I'm not even yeah. to say it's, it's all right. <laughs> they like it. They really like they, it. They champion this thing. Uh <laughs> Come on, this is a Southern boy takeover. We, Hell we, yeah. We can't. <laughs> I'm going to shut Hello. up and eat my fucking slop. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, you know, the Southern boy takeover. I love it. I love this idea. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I, um, I, I think this is really cool. And I think, you know, like you said, people are already on board and everybody's picking it up. And I do hate that that everybody thought it was a fan film. It's like, no, this is the 13 fanboy. It's not a fan film. If it was a fan film, it'd have well, uh, like we've Jason Voorhees. We're, kind of living, we're living in the height of uh, Friday the 13th fan films. You know, it, it's easy to get lost in that shuffle. It, you know what? It is. And there's a lot of good ideas that have been coming out and I, I really commend anybody that just goes out there and they make a movie, they make what they want to see. And, uh, sometimes they're very great and sometimes they're not so good, but they actually went out and said, Hey, I, I want to try this idea. You know, let me see what this does. Yeah. Our, our, I know he's, I hope, well, he might be listening, but, uh, our own Michael J. I mean, <laughs> you make it sound like he's dead. I know yeah. he's listening somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> if, well, if he's doing what I think he's probably doing, he probably wishes he was dead. He's listening from that crippled circle in the sky. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> People might call me an asshole, but they, they, they laugh too. They laugh too. Yes, uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get into a little bit of news and get out of here? Oh yeah, dude. Well, yeah. What? Um. Um. I, I guess I'll bring up something. Uh. You know, Jeopardy finally got a host, and who the fuck cares? <laughs> they got two hosts, and I don't really give a shit. They have two hosts on Jeopardy now. Yeah, it's uh, what's her name off the Big Bang Theory? I can't even pronounce her name. I guess it's that Southern boy thing in me, uh, Marine Bob Bob Malaki Malaki. <laughs> I don't know if I can know her name. The Sheldon's girlfriend? The oh, smart the one. chick from Blo Blossom. Yeah, yeah, uh, Blossom. Oh, you know, I should just say Blossom. Anyway, she's uh, she's co she's doing it, and then that weirdo Ken Jennings that won uh, Jeopardy a long time ago. So they're, oh. uh, it's like a tag team thing. Just let her do it. She's a fucking genius anyway. I, uh, well, and, you know, everybody was going for LaVar uh, Burton, and he, he, he wanted to do it, and then after a while, he was just like, I, I just don't understand like uh, how Jeopardy can cause this much problem. <laughs> what, what is this much many problems? But <laughs> but the I, I just don't get it. And everybody's been flipping up about this shit. And then they finally settled on two people. So good luck to them uh, reading fucking questions. 
<laughs> That's all I get. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get Jeopardy hate mail. <laughs> they're going to come for me. Cody, they're going to come for my head. Jeopardy and sci-fi. Yeah, they're coming oh, dude, from every angle. You mean the most awesome programming and high-quality products that the sci-fi people put out. The best science the fiction best and ever. horror have to offer. <laughs> like robots. Anyway, uh, what what was in the news that you wanted to say, or any news that you want to talk about, other than what I just mentioned, Jeopardy, and I know there's a lot more crap out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Bloody disgusting! You have let me down. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that's what I was on. That's uh, I brought up earlier about all the video game stuff. I'm trying to think what else uh, is going on in the world of entertainment. I know that you. And you said you said it before. You're not really into comic books, but um, they got some cool shows uh coming out like uh the Hawkeye show, which I think looks interesting on Disney uh, Plus. A couple of weeks ago, I actually watched Loki. It was pretty cool. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. See, I hadn't I hadn't even seen it. I'm I'm so I'm and so busy. I I am a flag waving supporter of WandaVision. Wow. That was just the kind of weird offbeat thing I thought Marvel it it felt more like a comic book. And not in a bad way. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to uh the new season of Doom Patrol. I'm a big Doom Patrol fan. I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, you'll well, I, it's I like think in you'll dig third, it. Third third or fourth season, right? Uh third season, yeah. I, I think you'll dig it. It's that kind of weird. And uh of course Brandon Frazier, he's in it and uh Oh wow. Yeah, he's the voice of the robot guy. You'll get to see. I mean, if you watch the series, you'll get to see why he's a robot. <laughs> but um, no, that's that's a neat show. I mean, they're right now, like you said, it's an awesome time to be a horror fan, but it's also awesome time uh, to be, you know, a comic book fan and all these cool shows coming out. And something else I saw on Bloody Disgusting, uh, I want to mention because I'm a huge fan of the show The Boys. Have you seen that? I love it. I am, okay. I'm not only a huge fan of the boys. Before that, I was a huge fan of Supernatural. Oh, okay. So, and I was one of these guys that was. I, I do not like most CW shows. Uh, mm -hmm. A friend turned me on to Supernatural, knowing what big horror fan I was. They turned me on to it very be begrudgingly uh, after uh, <laughs> after much time. Finally, talked me into. Sitting down and watching starting Supernatural, oh, and wow. this has been five or six years ago. But of course, I binged right through it, and I'm not a big binge guy. Well, not Me a big neither. binge guy. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, binge watching, not drinking. Those are two different things. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, what I was going to mention is I saw it and I thought it was interesting because I am a fan of the boys' TV show. That they have a spinoff and it's going to be these young superheroes competing. I saw that. Did you? Okay. So I, I think that's going to be that's going to be neat. I think that's going to be a good idea. I, I want to see that. I hope it's a good idea. I mean, the show. I mean, it's it's very edgy it, it, and it's something different. And if if they can still stay in that same universe, but not kind of retread the same. 
the same patterns and and whatnot, I'll give it a shot. But uh, yeah, I I I see what you're saying. I see where you're it's going. Kind of, the boys is kind of lightning in a bottle. I, I don't I, don't think it's going to be easy to duplicate its, its success. Well, that's. I think that happens with everything. That's why we got 20 NCISs and 40 yeah. uh, The Walking Dead spin-off. And now the original <laughs> NCIS, or no, not NCIS, CSI. We got pretty much, what, CSI Las Vegas, where they brought back the original cast or oh, part of them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, whenever they see success, they try to duplicate it. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But um, I guess before we end the night, I did want your thoughts on this, and I know you probably saw it, but the <sighs> I hate I, I don't even want it to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I really don't. And that sounded dirty, especially if you're listening on the <laughs> radio. But anyway, I know we just the, had the, the 25th <laughs> anniversary of Camp Out Nightmare Six, but yeah. it's okay. You can talk about it. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> the Lost Boys them remaking it uh, i wanted your thoughts on that uh, I, I, look i, I get uh, people can't see your face and i just saw all the life you you were very lively in the show now i just killed it <laughs> i'm about to drink these bugs <laughs> end it just end you're, gonna it. Your beer, you're gonna pour the beer in the fucking <laughs> bug thing the das boot bug version what do you think <clears throat> I think it's going to be horrible. I mean, I, I'd like to be positive. I'm usually a very positive person, but oh man, I, I'm right there with you. I uh, see they they had they had the uh, the Lost Boys and they had uh, Corey Feldman reprising his role as one of the Frog Brothers. And do you remember those DVDs James, when they, they came brought, out? Yeah, they brought uh, Lost Boys uh, to the tribe, and I was excited for that when it came out. And I watched it, and I didn't hate it. I was no, like, hey, I didn't you know, either. This is direct video. I I went in with low expectations, and I dug it. I I had fun with it. Uh, and then Lost Boys: The Thirst. Uh, I. I really like that how they brought the frog they brought Jameson Newlander back and yeah. brought, put the Frog Brothers back together, you know. That I, I had fun with it. Both of them were what I went in with low like I said, went in with low expectations. They were back when direct to video meant used to mean low used to mean low quality. Yeah, you, it doesn't you, necessarily you got what anymore. you expected. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but uh they're just trying to young it up. They're going to they're just I, I just I don't know I I don't know I I hope they if they yes. do any justice don't base it in today base it in the 80s yes or base yeah. it in early 80s before they go get Michael you know uh, uh, I, I I think it would be cool to see a origin story yeah you know um, but to remake it like I, I don't know I I'm still pissed off they they messed with one of my most favorite movies of all time, and that is Point Break. You don't mess with Point Break. That was the shit, okay? And I still love I that agree. movie. I still love that movie. Johnny Utah. Well, you get these pop culture iconic classics that are just a time capsule of their era. And, and when they try to remake them, I mean, you're not going to recapture that same no. feel because it's not the same time. And even if you try to sit it in that era, you're still not 
going to recapture that. I mean, I, it, it's hard to explain. It's just, just don't. <laughs> yeah. Just Le don't. Leave, leave the classics alone. Don't try to uh, redo something. Like you, you said it perfect earlier, lightning in the bottle. And that's why you don't touch Halloween 1978. You just go, you know, and do a direct sequel after that yeah, i'm you know, yeah i, I feel i, I know i am much more forgiving of <laughs> of the current fad of direct sequels to original classics that way you're not shitting all over the original yeah and if it's a bad film oh well they don't make another one it if it's fun you have fun with it and uh it's a good watch you know they're like okay you know that one's so bad it's not a it's not a 15th entry in the series where the, you know, the characters, uh, characters are completely played out and, you know, it's really where it's really reaching, you know, they're, they're wiping the slate clean, starting fresh. Yeah. And I can uh, appreciate that. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, uh, like you said, before we get out of here, I, I just want to, uh, I am. I personally want to shout out, you know, Deborah Voorhees and Ron Sloan coming on talking about 13 fanboy and also go find it wherever it's playing. When it comes out to theaters, get the Blu-ray, put it in your collection. Cause I think it's going to be worth the price of a mission. Yeah. And I'm sure it will be when it comes out, it'll be probably pretty easy to find on streaming services too. Oh yeah. I, I would expect. Yeah. Like voodoo and Amazon. <laughs> But like yeah, it. everybody show show some love for this because I mean oh, it's, hell yeah. it's made it's made for the fans. Hell yeah. Get after it. Go go find it. Go see it in a, and I hope it does go to a drive in theater. That would be even that would be sweeter. great. That would be great. Uh I've got one uh within reasonable drive in distance of my house that's uh that's Lucky. been in business for like sixty years. Different God. owners, but it's never <laughs> It's always been in operation. My, awesome. my grandparents took took my dad and uncle there when they were little. It used to be open range patch, so they'd have they'd have they'd have cattle wandering oh, wow. in between the cars while they were watching. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's crazy. No, I mean that's that's just neat. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Which I I wish I I thought about. Uh, uh, Emailing or not email, but tweeting, whatever the fuck. I don't, yeah, well, Joe whatever. Bob uh, and uh, <laughs> interacting with Joe Bob. Uh, oh yeah, in the last driving because you know he does uh, he does the he tours drive-ins and does uh, live shows drive-ins. I wonder if he's been to that one. Uh, he has not. He oh has wow! Not. Well, and you I mean, need to it is him something. It's a landmark. I mean it. Well, damn, man, get on it because I think I think he would go. I really do. That's that seems like something up his alley. But, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I actually missed it last weekend. They uh, they're they're so great, especially the current owners. They have uh, that they'll do new movies on the weekends, but like throughout the week, they'll do on on Thursday night and sometimes on the weekends too. They'll play. Like they do a shit ton of 70s and 80s movies. Uh, like last weekend, what was it? Uh, 
well, not agent, but they did uh, double feature Monster House and Monster oh, wow. Squad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I really want to take, which I've made my kids sit through Monster Squad numerous times already. But uh, I really wanted to take them to the theater set. They, they show every 4th of July, they show Jaws. Wow. Wow, that's that's cool. I would like to go see Jaws in one of those theaters where you're sitting in an inner tube on water. <laughs> that would be freaky. I've oh, yeah, that. yeah. That, that's become a big thing, apparently. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of places are doing it. Uh, of course, I'm sitting at my cabin overlooking uh, the pond out from my house, and I've I've thought because I've got I'm a big projector guy. I've, I own uh, I don't even know how many projectors I own, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I've thought about doing that, setting up a big uh, screen on the bank and uh, getting everybody out there because we uh, we uh, I also own a, an old transit bus and a canoe trail. I'm, getting oh wow rambling now but uh that's aside from horror movies that's my other big hobby we go being in those arcs i have all kinds of national scenic riverways within uh -oh. close uh, oh, driving distance so uh yeah we we go float the river all the time canoe and kayak all the time but uh yeah I, anyway i'm rambling awesome. like i said i do that a lot but cool. uh I no, thought about, a, yeah getting a bunch good. of people out there putting up a screen and uh, having a screen of jaws uh yeah with everybody sitting in canoes and kayaks. Dude, that would be pond. awesome. That'd be awesome. I mean, they'd probably more be much more likely to get snake bit. Oh. But. <laughs> it's like, don't mind the moccasins. Just swat them away. Uh, no, nah, man, I've had fun with this uh, this episode with you. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, glad we decided great, to hijack it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we, we will definitely have to do... Uh, Southern Boys Takeover Part 2 very soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and what were we talking about doing for October the last time we were on? Oh, we were going to do a, um, I think it was like a roundtable of, uh, we're, we're going to watch the uh, Friday the 13th fan films that are That's available right. on YouTube. That's right, yeah. And we were going to kind of see and compare uh, like how accurate they were. I like going into it, like say it, it, it's coming off a of part two and it goes to part whatever, you know what I mean? Like, um, but we were also going to kind of critique them and stuff. We might make some enemies on this one. Uh, <laughs> 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 if we haven't already, uh, we yeah. love you. Sci-fi sci-fi has the greatest. I have the sci-fi streaming oh. app. I, I paid the monthly <laughs> fee. If there is a sci-fi streaming app, I, I have it. I have all streaming apps. <laughs> I pay a hundred. I, I pay more in streaming apps than I did for cable. <laughs> Except stars. I, I canceled stars. Streaming oh app. yeah. Fuck you. You canceled Ash versus evil dead. Uh, oh you're no. Dead to me. That's it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, that, that looks, sounds like a good stopping point to me. Yeah. Yeah. Threaten to kill someone. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I hear something outside. Uh oh, what do you hear? Is that the is that the laser dots from the sci-fi guys? Yeah, oh, they're coming for you. <laughs> well, I'll say good night to everyone, or good day, or whatever. Whenever you listen good day, to this, <laughs> everybody go watch three and if I don't shark the puss. I'll just do the, and... the the Truman Show. If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> 
just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days guaranteed with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. And right now you can get started for just $1. Text the word grade to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 